Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with Georgetune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put on your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. In case you didn't know, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next 3MB airs, or a piece of late-breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning and welcome to the January 9th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. How are you this morning? I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I am having a delightful cup of coffee this morning. As promised, I'm using the Bean to Bean coffee that very generously and kindly came from viewer William Meredith, along with some other items, uh, to uh, share with viewers on Monday Morning Mailbag and in various reviews. But the bean-to-bean coffee is absolutely wonderful. I'm enjoying a cup of Franklin Reserve. The tasting notes are black cherry, honey, and brown sugar. Absolutely wonderful. And this bean-to-bean coffee mug is just iconic. This is the perfect coffee mug to be enjoying a cup of coffee. Uh, Absolutely wonderful. It has a great look. It has a wonderful handle on it. And uh, it just fits so nicely in the in the hand. This is something that you would use when you go to your favorite coffee shop and sit outside and just kind of take in life and chat with some friends and watch the world go by and enjoy a great cup of coffee. This is how this coffee mug impresses me. Absolutely, absolutely wonderful. Hang on one minute. That is a really, really wonderful cup of coffee. Very full-bodied, very, very rich. As they say on the back of their uh, coffee bag right here, bean to bean is an expression of our passions and personalities. We capture a lifestyle that coffee drinkers aspire to be. Creative, thoughtful, and outside the conventional norm. In the same fashion that music, art, and food bring people together, our family-owned business roasts coffee to create a special relationship with you. Wow. <laughs> I think that says it all right there. It's made in Philadelphia. I will have a link to uh, Bean to Bean Coffee. You can get to them at uh, www.beantobean.com. That is the number two in there. Bean, number two, bean, beantobean.com, uh, where you can... Uh, Really check out all their coffees and check out these mugs. This coffee mug is just absolutely fantastic. It's right up there with the uh, the Bin That coffee mug that I got from viewer Beth Jones and the um, Ohio coffee mug that I got from my niece Kelly and several others that came from viewers. Really, really terrific, terrific coffee mug. So my thanks to uh, William Meredith again for sending along 
a really, really wonderful coffee and a delightful coffee mug. And again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with these, with me this morning. I brewed this coffee using the AeroPress this morning. This has been a really terrific, terrific device for brewing coffee. I put the kettle on the stove this morning, and I uh, waited for the water to boil and uh, just pressed this coffee right through and just got a really wonderful cup of coffee. Now, one thing I did forget to mention here is the Franklin Reserve bean-to-bean coffee. Uh, William sent along the ground coffee, and it is very finely ground and works really well with the AeroPress. So it has it is a nice, finely ground coffee that just allows the water to be pressed right through uh, with absolutely no problem. So uh, really another reason to uh, say bravo to the folks at Bean to Bean Coffee. Uh, And again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We heard from a viewer named Gary regarding the AeroPress. I just wanted to touch on this before we go any further. In case you're looking at getting an AeroPress, he wrote here uh, in the subject heading of his email, acceptable result with AeroPress. I found a good bit of guidance from a video, and he gives me the link of the video online, showing the use of AeroPress inverted, and this helps very much. And uh, yeah, this is something else you could do with an AeroPress. You can uh, add your water to that main tube, put the plunger in, and then turn it upside down and let it kind of sit and brew and mellow a little bit and then press it through. Anyhow, um, here's what he wrote here as he continues. This here is what I just tried. Insert rubber portion of piston into outer cylinder and invert placing opening upward and palm contact part of piston downward. Put on table. Meanwhile, prepare some hot water to boil. Finally grind one tablespoon of whole bean roasted coffee. Transfer into the AeroPress. Put filter paper into cap and drop a small bit of water onto the filter paper to help it stick to the, well, he says sieve cap, S-I-E-V-E. Pour just enough boiling water into the open cylinder to cover the ground coffee and let sit about 6 to 12 seconds. Pour more boiling water into the cylinder to your preferred marker. Swirl or stir and cover the cylinder with the sieve cap and let sit for one minute or slightly more. Place coffee mug upside downward onto the sieve cap of the AeroPress. Reverse the inverted orientation and set onto table with the coffee mug mouth end up. Gently and firmly press down on the piston to push the brew into the coffee mug. Results for this, as just described, were good after having previously three earlier tries with the AeroPress, which were not good. Gary, Gary, thanks very much for passing this along, and I really appreciate the detailed description on how to set this up because I was doing it improperly. So thank you very much for sending this along, folks. If you decide to get an AeroPress, try this method, and I will also link the video in the description below of the podcast where you can uh, see this video and see some uh, see this method, and I think there are a few other recipes on how to brew a co- cup of coffee with the AeroPress. So Gary, thanks very, very much for kicking our morning off with some great AeroPress information and uh, really all the more reason for me to have another cup of coffee from bean to bean because I think I'm going to do it that way. Thanks again, Gary. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have something new from Aylesworth Razors. They have a brand new shaving brush. They call it the Altair brush. That's spelled A L. 
T-A-R-E, and I will link it below. The Altair brush. You can buy the Altair brush with just the handle, and that's $69, handle only. Uh, and you can buy the complete brush, which uh, has a G5C synthetic 26 millimeter knot, and that is $89. And in their description on their product page, they write, the first of its kind, our all-new Altair brush from the Nordic Monolith features strikingly beautiful flowing lines that are somehow both elegant and imposing all at once. Fully CNC machine from solid architectural grade 6063 aluminum, then finished to perfection with the highest quality bead blast and anodization. This brush will withstand the tests of time for literal decades, just like the monuments it's named after. Now here are the, uh, the handle specs. It's 6063 architectural grade aluminum. It is a bead blast anodized finish. The weight is 100 grams or 3.5 ounces. The height is 65 millimeters or 2.5 inches. The bore depth is 20 millimeters or 0.78 inches. The bore diameter is 27 millimeters, one inch. Uh, the knot specs are, uh, the make and material is a G5C synthetic. It's a 26 millimeter knot. The loft is 52 to 54 millimeters. The density of the knot is SHD. I believe that is super high density. So it is fully CNC machined. Uh, there is a CNC engraved logo there. It's high durable architectural grade aluminum and superior finishing and analyzation. Wow, that is really, really something. So I'll have a link below. It is a very, very strikingly good looking brush. The handle flares out on the bottom and it is done in a, uh, in a uh, black anodized kind of finish from what I can see on the photo here. The base flares out uh, at the bottom and it has uh, some channels cut inward and upward on it. So it almost looks like a, um, a pedestal of some kind. Really, really very, very striking design. Good looking brush. So there it is right there, the Altair brush from Aylesworth Razors, CNC machined, high grade quality aluminum. Uh, comes in at a nice heft and weight. And if you buy the handle only, it's $69. If you buy the complete brush, it's $89. So we'll have links below to where you can check it out if you want. Again, it's the Altair brush from Aylesworth Razors. Now, in doing the podcast, I'll sometimes put things on pause, get up, get another cup of coffee, brew another cup of coffee with my Aeropress, and then sit back down and enjoy a cup of coffee with you and continue on with the show. And that's what I just did. And I used the invert method that viewer Gary had mentioned earlier in the show, and it worked very, very well. Uh, the only thing I did not do was use my bean to bean coffee mug. Uh, to flip things right side up again. I used a, an older coffee mug that is expendable uh, should it slip out of my hands. And I just transferred that coffee from that older mug into the bean to bean coffee mug. And we're enjoying another cup of coffee using Franklin Reserve from Bean to Bean. And it's very, very good. And that invert method on the AeroPress worked very, very well. Now, the reason why I mention all this is because viewer Rodney Ripplinger gave us a heads up on a shave soap from Wet the Face called The Perfect Cup, made with brewed coffee. How about that? 
And as they write here on their label and logo uh, from their product page, freshly brewed coffee from Brazil, accentuated by a splash of rum, brandy, brown sugar, and cocoa beans. Uh, yeah, I will have a link below so you can check it out. The perfect cup made with fresh brewed coffee from Wet the Face. Thanks very, very much to Rodney Ripplinger for passing along this information on this. And he writes in a follow-up email to me, I think whoever reviewed it said Shannon Soap Company had one that was even a bit better. So we'll also link to Shannon Soap's so you can check that one out as well. Thanks again, Rodney. Really, really do appreciate it. Speaking of Shannon's soaps, I had the great pleasure of meeting Shannon herself at the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup in Columbus, Ohio this past October 2022, and she very kindly and generously donated a special shave soap that she created for the event. This is an Ohio Tobacco Fougere. I have yet to review this. I'm going to test drive this and get a review done on this because this scent is absolutely wonderful. It is a, oh, that's beautiful. It is a tobacco fougere. Now, when I, when I sample this, I immediately think of Sherlock Holmes. I think of his living room area, the bookcases and all the books, his pipe, his tobacco. This is exactly the kind of uh, image that uh, this evokes for me. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic scent. And if you go to her website at shannonsoaps.com and click on the About Me uh, link, uh, where you can go to a page where she gives her background, she writes, uh, About Me, Shannon, uh, I graduated in 1997 with a degree in chemistry with a minor in biology from John Carroll University in beautiful University Heights, Ohio. Now, uh, John Carroll University was just down the street from where I lived growing up. Uh, my uncle graduated from John Carroll University. My uh, cousin Jan, my cousin Andrea, my cousin Joseph all graduated from John Carroll University. My Aunt Margie worked for John Carroll University. My brother Tom attended classes at John Carroll University, as did my father. Uh, there were many uh, Jesuit priests on the faculty uh, who were friends of the family uh, from John Carroll University. So I really know John Carroll University, and I know this. John Carroll University gives you an exceptional uh, Jesuit education, Catholic Jesuit education, because they are Catholic Jesuit uh, University. And you get an exceptional um, education there. And knowing that this is her background and she majored in chemistry with a minor in biology, let me tell you something. This shave soap is, <laughs> she knows her stuff. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. She knows her stuff. So uh, I'm definitely going to get a review done on this because I've been remiss in, in doing one. Uh, this fougere, also this tobacco fougere that she created, is also part of the 9,000 subscriber package giveaway. So uh, they, they allowed me to take an extra goodie bag and put that into the uh, prize package giveaway. So this will be part of it as well. And believe me, this is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent developed by someone who really has a thorough background from a stellar university. Uh, a, a thorough background in chemistry from a stellar university, uh, really. Uh, so that is impressive in and of itself. Uh, that she graduated from John Carroll University with a degree in chemistry. It, to me, it says a lot because I'm very, very familiar with the, uh, the university. It's not a large university. 
It's really a, um, a smaller, more personal learning experience at John Carroll University. So uh, I will also link to uh, their website where you can learn more about the university. Perhaps you're looking for uh, university and colleges for your, uh, your children to attend. Check them out as well. Uh, again, a, a, a smaller, more personal uh, learning experience from John Carroll University, but uh, definitely you get an absolutely fantastic education there. I, as I say, I had the, the honor and privilege of knowing um, several of the Jesuits on the faculty there. Uh, the late Father Casimir Bukala was a very, very good friend. He was a professor of theology and philosophy there. And uh, I had some great conversations. I talk about having great conversations with Bunny Host because of her um, English and grammar background. And it's so stimulating and I learned so much. And in the same way, that's what I got from all these great conversations with uh, Father Bukala, uh, Father Casey, as he was called and known by many students there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll have a review on Shannon Soaps. I will link to it. This tobacco fougere is absolutely a wonderful scent. And, uh, yeah, she has some great, great uh, shaving soaps there, a really, really terrific individual uh, who uh, really knows her chemistry when it comes to creating uh, shave soaps. So we'll link to Shannon Soaps, and we'll get a review done on the uh, tobacco Tobacco Fougere that she created for the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. My apologies, I've been remiss in doing that. But uh, yeah, my next shave is absolutely going to be done with this shave soap, and I'll get a review done on it. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic scent. And I know the performance is just going to be wonderful. Shannon's Soaps. Viewer Bob Mikowski emailed me the following. Hi, Mark. A happy new year to you. Keep up the great work on your Monday morning mailbags. Hey, thanks very much, Bob. I really do appreciate it. While on a fall golf trip to Vermont last year, I picked up a 1965 Lady Gillette razor with a champagne-colored handle for 10 bucks at an antique mall. I have to tell you, what a great razor. Smooth yet efficient, and it looks absolutely great. It's most definitely in my shaving rotation. First of all, all razors are pretty much unisex. It's up to the company how they want to market them. In doing some research, in the case of the Lady Gillette, all Gillette did was take their twist-to-open super speed head, a men's razor, and put a longer handle on it for the ladies. It appears that Gillette then offered them in pink, light blue, and champagne-colored handles. Granted, the pink handles would be more for the ladies, but the light blue handles are already more unisex and the champagne handles, like I have, are just darn sharp looking. And it turns out that the champagne handled models are quite rare to find. I'm guessing that guys snap them up as well as the ladies, thus making them hard to find. They all have the lower profile super speed heads that Gillette offered in the mid 60s, but with a more substantial handle than Gillette put on the super speeds. Thus, the possible popularity with us guys. A great razor. Pick one up should you happen to come across one. Take care, Bob Mikowski. Bob, thank you very, very much for this. Really do appreciate the background on this uh, Lady Gillette razor. Viewer Beth Jones also sent in some pictures, uh, I think last year sometime, of her uh, Gillette 
uh, Lady Gillette razor, and it really is a neat-looking razor. Uh, <laughs> I'm really very intrigued, and I'm going to look for a blue-handled one because uh, probably my chance of getting one like that will probably be uh, uh, a little more assured than, uh, as you say, the more rare champagne-handled ones. Uh, that's fantastic that you were able to find it for $10. Again, folks, this goes back to all these great vintage razors that are out there. You know, if you go to an antique mall or a yard sale or an estate sale, sometimes you come away with these really, really great vintage Gillette razors uh, or razor or the, uh, other uh, great uh, vintage brand razors that are out there, the Schicks and the, the Gems and that sort of thing. So, uh, Really, Bob, thanks for the heads up in the background on the Lady Gillette razors. I'm definitely going to put that on my list as something to uh, keep a lookout for. Thanks very, very much for the, the information on that. And I think the first place I'm going to go is up to eBay just to kind of get a lay of the land and see what's available there and what kind of uh, prices they're asking for them. And uh, if you say that the champagne handle ones are rare, I'm thinking they're probably going to be a little bit pricey. So that's definitely one to keep a lookout for if you go to a yard sale or an estate sale or an antique store, that, uh, that sort of thing. You might pick one up for a couple of bucks. Bob, thanks very, very much for this information. Really do appreciate it. And folks, um, I'll try to find a link to the uh, Monday Morning Mailbag episode where Beth Jones showed her Lady Gillette razor. Uh, hopefully, if I find that, I'll be able to link it below. Uh, we'll see. But Bob, thanks again for the information. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, before I get out of here, let me recommend a Netflix series to you. It's a documentary series. It's four episodes. I'm on episode number two. It's rated MA for mature audiences. So far, it's very, very good. It's called Madoff, the Monster of Wall Street. This chronicles the rise and fall of the late financier and his Ponzi scheme. Uh, it is done as a docudrama, docu-series, documentary kind of look. You hear and see the people who are involved in the investigation uh, on camera explaining what they found, what they discovered, and then there are actors who are going through the various scenes as being described by these real-life investigators. So it really has kind of a unique look to it, and it really is a deep dive into how all of this came about, it goes through the entire history of Bernie Madoff's life and how he got to the point of uh, this Ponzi scheme and uh, also involves a lot of other players, a lot of other characters who were involved in this in one way or another. As I mentioned, it's definitely an in-depth, deep dive into the whole history of this Ponzi scheme. Now, I've listened to several podcasts and I've listened to some other authors who have written books about this subject. And this documentary series has some additional new information that I was unaware of, which is why it makes it all the more intriguing and interesting. Uh, so give it a look. It really is very, very good. I won't uh, go into any more detail. I don't want to uh, reveal any spoilers or anything like that. But it really does do a deep dive into Bernie Madoff's life and how this all came about and it involved billions and billions of dollars. Uh, so check it out, Madoff, The Monster of Wall Street. 
It's available on Netflix right now. It's a four-episode documentary series. It is very well done. It's a definite deep dive into the subject matter. Very intriguing. Check it out when you get a chance. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup. <laughs>